Chapter 41, Fortunes. Now it's Monday and the necklace still hangs around my neck. Sasha has dance rehearsals all week, so I'm walking to Head Start alone. It's a warm May day and I'm looking up, taking in the new green leaves that cloud the sky when something catches my eye. It's an airplane, a paper airplane, just out from a shrub. I gently pull it out and notice that this one's been folded from a report card. No doubt it's one of Reggie's planes and someone must want better grades. In the same way that I look, used to look for pennies, I'm now looking for planes, and I find them. An airplane is in the gutter, is folded from a letter. One next to a trash can is folded from a restaurant placemat. It's as if I'm on a treasure hunt and I can't stop looking. Wedged up against the building is yet another tiny plane, which has been folded from a dollar bill. For a moment, I tempted to take this plane, but I don't. I don't want to stop the wish from coming true. All these wishes cast upon the wind. They remind me of my deepest, most precious wish. Maybe I should ask Reggie to help me fold a plane from a Carter application. But I no sooner think of the possibility that I decide against it. Here's why. Wishing for one thing will wipe out lots of other possibilities. For example, if two months ago I'd wished that Sasha and I would be best friends always, I would never have become friends with Daniel, and she'd never would have befriended Keisha. If I wished to be patrol leader, I might never have worked so hard to reinstate the Eastland traditions. If I wished that Gage and I got an apartment, I might be sitting home alone at nights while he went on dates with Chloe and worrying what would happen if he was late or if I locked myself out. And I would definitely be holding Gage back from having his own life and myself from getting to be a kid. So I'm done wishing for something specific. Instead, I'll wait to see what happens next. Chapter 42, Pages. Everyone said that we would get our letters from Carter on Saturday. Mademoiselle Barbary said so. Mariana said so. Yana said so. So imagine my surprise when I got home on Friday and there is a letter on the counter. Even though I can tell that Yana wants me to open it right away, I don't. It's an important moment and whether I'm accepted or not, Gage should be here with me too. I call Gage and he promises to hurry over right after work. In the meantime, Daniel calls to say he's been accepted. I didn't even know you applied, I say. Yeah, I know, he says. I wasn't going to, but something changed my mind. Before I can ask him if it was something or someone who changed his mind, he tells me that Keisha posted her acceptance online. I haven't heard from Sasha, and it's making me nervous. When Gage finally arrives, I'm practically jumping out of my skin. I open the letter and read. Dear Miss Hazard, it is great pleasure that we offer you a place at Carter Middle School for the next three years. Yana cries. I do too. I got into Carter despite the dip in my grades and the tension on my record, despite telling the application people about my and Gage's time being homeless, despite not wishing for it on Reggie's plane. Despite it all, or maybe really because of it all, I've been accepted. We have a delicious dinner that Yana cooked, knowing that we'd be celebrating or in need of consoling, and then Gage says that he has a present for me. How come? I ask, realising that it's the second present I've been given lately for no reason at all. I thought congratulations might be in order. He hands me a wrapped cardboard box which is so light it feels almost empty. I break the curly ribbon, tear open the paper and open the box. Inside is a lone LL Bean catalogue. I start to frown, wondering why he's giving me a new catalogue for my paper things when I've told him that I no longer play with them. But then I realise that this isn't a new catalogue. It's one that I've seen before, almost four years ago. I open the cover and flip through the pages. Slowly, my hands are shaking. 
and there is Miles, running through the sprinkler. I keep flipping, and there's Natalie in a yellow dress, holding her toad, untouched. I lunge at Gage and give him the biggest hug ever. I couldn't stand it that those girls destroyed your paper things, he says. I wish I could replace all of them, but I figured these two were the most important ones. I can't believe you found the same catalogue, Yana says. It wasn't easy, says Gage, but I found a woman through Craigslist who has boxes and boxes of catalogues in her garage. You would have been in heaven. Gage tells me, smiling, she was going to recycle them, but she never did. If you're interested, I bet she'd be willing to give you more. I think about his offer, but like wishing on Carter, rebuilding my paper things collection just does not feel right. The folder represents a me that no longer exists. I'm not embarrassed of her, but at the same time, I no longer want to be her. I've moved on. Still, I tuck this catalogue away, grateful to have Miles and Natalie safe together. Later that night, after Gage has left to go out on a date with Chloe, Yana gives me the scrapbook she's been making in my honour. You're old enough to choose what to include, she says, and immediately I think of objects that I'll paste inside. Natalie and Miles, a penny or two, my ode to seat cushions, a pipe cleaner left over from Crazy Hat Day, and the script from my Louisa May Alcock presentation. And my Carter acceptance letter, of course. Chapter 43, Diplomas. Having a last name that's neither at the beginning nor at the end of the alphabet is cool. At school, whenever we do things in alphabetical order, enough kids go before me that I can prepare, but I don't have to wait my turn forever. So when my name is called at the graduation, I am ready. Ariana Jean Hazard, daughter of Nicholas and Georgina Hazard and Yana Delani. Sister of Gage Hazard. Turns out that I had filled out a form that told the announcer at graduation what to say. I chose to list all these names. I see Gage grinning when they read out his name, and I know he's pleased that I put him on the list. I walk to the podium, accept my certificate that says I have successfully completed six years of schooling at Eastland Elementary School, and turn to, my pit, turn to have my picture taken by the school photographer and by Yana. I now have another photo to put in my scrapbook. Once the ceremony is over, Yana elbows her way up to Mr Chandler, I think to give him a piece of her mind for how he treated me during the traditions campaign. But Mr Chandler breaks into a grin when he sees her, and I overhear him congratulating her on my acceptance to Carter Middle School. You must be so proud of Ariana, he says. We certainly are. Yana looks completely flabbergasted, like the wind's been knocked out of her sails, but soon she's grinning too and laughing. I turn away, blushing in embarrassment, but it's a good kind of embarrassment. The best kind. I worry that Sasha has overheard this conversation, but she's left my side and is talking with Linny's family. Sasha was waitlisted, which seems so unfair. I told her that I really hoped she would get into Carter and that maybe I, she should ask Reggie for a plane. Actually, I'm not that bummed, Sasha insisted. I know my mum really wanted me to go to Carter and I wanted to be with you and Keisha, but I think I can be one of the stars at Wilson. Sasha, you're already a star, I told her. I'm standing in the hall outside the auditorium with Gage and Chloe when Daniel grabs my hand. Come with me, he says. I let myself be tugged away. What is it? You've got a promise to keep, he says. What promise? It isn't until we get to the gym doors that I understand. Now, I say, in our caps and gowns. But I'm laughing because it's even better in our caps and gowns. He pulls me inside. The gym is dimly lit and sound echoes. I spot a big pile of blue mats tucked into a corner, but the bleachers have all been folded up against the walls. Looks like we have no way of getting up there. I say, surprised at how disappointed this makes me feel. Oh no, Daniel says. You're not getting out of it that easy. 
He leads me to one of the folded villages and shows me how to climb them like a ladder. I place my hands where he placed his and pull myself up. For some reason, the top of the bleachers feels higher than when they're folded than they do when they're open. I sit down carefully and scoot on my bottom until I'm at the edge with my legs dangling above the mats. Daniel, still holding, still standing, holds his hand, holds out his hand. I don't think I can do it, I say, feeling suddenly nervous. Of course you can. Think of everything you accomplished this year. And he's right. It's been one heck of a year. And if I survive all that, then I can definitely survive this. I take a deep breath, reach up and let him lift me to a standing position. He looks at me. I look at him. Ready? He says. Ready. I say. We hold hands and jump.